We are in there. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> oh my gosh. Hey, y'all. Hey, I see. I know you guys will be in for a second. I'm going to do some sharing. I'm not going to talk too fast or too soon. Oh, yep. We are in there. Thank you. Mm -mm 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 -mm. Let me switch some stuff up. No, don't cancel my post. I did this last time. Hey, uh, thank you, Sirfield. And that's a lot coming from you telling me I love you, love my hair. So thank you so much. Um, it is beautiful. I love your bangs. You. Thank you, thank you. And the color. Thank you. I'm uh, I'm probably doing the most this year that I've ever done. That's what I keep <laughs> like. You're just doing the most. Every time I turn around, I'm thinking of something else. My stylist is like, you sure? Mm -hmm, let's do yeah. it. <laughs> I come back in again. I'm like, do this. Hey, Courtney Barnes. Hey, Vanessa. I see y'all coming on. Do me a favor. Come on in and share the video. We're getting ready to get started in just a second. And I'm going to introduce you to my God. This girl is everything. <laughs> I'm ready to introduce you to CJ in just a second. Hey, Brittany. Brittany McFadden is on. She hey, said, hey, I'm so excited for you, CJ. Come on in. Hey, <laughs> who can also sing? Who can oh, yeah, she's beyond gifted. She is she so beautiful. Voice yeah, beautiful spirit. Yeah, she is like one of the most. She is old enough to like. She's just so precious. I, her mom is my friend, and then I met her, and I'm like, this is this girl right here is like everything. She um, is. I can't wait to see what she does. She just has such a passion at heart. And a passionate heart for people. And she's a loyal person. I like loyal people. So when I get to meet loyal people, I'm always like, okay, this is this is dope. This is, um, I, I don't know. And I'm real favorable. Where other people are maybe not favorable for y'all generation, I'm favorable for your generation. Oh, y'all coming in fast. I see y'all coming in. Oh, my God. Well, welcome to Code Christ, Unveiling Purpose. Um, and I'm going to just give you a point of something to think about. And then we're going to get into the, the message today. Ask yourself today, what is your work, work ethic like? And we're going to talk about this a little bit today because a lot of times we keep talking. We, we think it's just natural, talented or gifted or somebody just had a big break. But in fact, even if the gift is there, you're going to have to put in some work for the gift to make room for you. It is not just a magic sprinkle sprinkle. The work that you do is where faith comes in. Exactly. So let me introduce you to my guests. Oh, my God. <laughs> this is probably one of the, and I'm not going to say she's a little bit old. She don't look that old. Mm -hmm. That's like 21, 22, which she's older than that. Um producer, songwriter, um, artist, um, just, I can do life. I can just <laughs> it in so many ways. Um, I am CJ and I was going to use your full name and then Jeffrey told me not to, so I'm going to call you by your handle. I am CJ is with us today and I want you guys to meet her. She is amazing 
artist. She is bringing ministry into the marketplace. She is definitely somebody I found living on purpose. CJ, welcome to the show. And just say hello to our guests. Hey, everybody. And thank you so much for having me, Lakeisha. Um, it truly is an honor and a, a pleasure, a blessing to be here to, you know, just discuss purpose and, you know, hopefully, you know, uh, moving myself out of the way and allowing God to speak through, you know, uh, I believe that's a important part of purpose. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. And hey, everybody. <laughs> and that's good. Moving myself out of the way and allowing God to speak. Right. Um I think when I first met you, it was maybe a Greater Friendship Church. Yeah. yeah and sure. then you reached out to me one time on Instagram and just kind of showed some, share some personal things. And you really uplifted me. Um, and then when I started following you, I'm like, wait a minute. This girl is gifted. Like, wait a minute. This girl is talented. And I'm listening to your sound and I'm listening to your music and it's eclectic and it's all you. And I'm watching your vibe and I'm seeing the pineapples. <laughs> this is not, she's not regular. Like she's living life on purpose. And so my first question to you, and I'm going to ask you today, what does it mean for you to live life on purpose? For me, living life on purpose is um, having a reason. You, you have to tap into that relationship with God because see we we fluctuate as humans like if if we if we try to you know uh i you know walk in our purpose you know sometimes we can have uncertainties and you know God is not the author of confusion and like so we as humans we fluctuate we happy mad sad confused you know and we have to really tap into the source to get direction in our purpose so when we when we seek out god first we got to put god first that's how you live on purpose by because nine times out of ten if you can find your passion you can find your purpose but uh for me living on purpose is having a reason and uh you know allowing god to work through you you have to say god your will be done, not mine. You know, work through me to 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 say what you want me to say. It, you have to get out of your own way and you know just really seek him because we'll be going in a big old circle if yeah. we don't if we don't have direction. Yeah. Tap into the source. We have to have a reason. I think that's so powerful. Tap into the source. And I think that's where a lot of people miss it. Because you said something. We do fluctuate we on we off we up here. We, exactly we Don't everywhere another person who thinks they know better for us mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. then we'll we'll be pulled into another place there is only one perfect person that that is god almighty that can tell you why you were created who you were created for and what purpose and it may not line up with everybody else's vision for right you. It may not even line up necessarily with what you thought. I tell my story all the time. I thought I was just going to be a college professor in this realm doing this thing. That was my ministry. And right. then at a pivotal moment, I was like, girl, there is way more to you right. than what you're seeing and thinking. So I had to make a part of tapping into the part of the source for him to begin to reveal all that I am. That is so powerful. So we are reading this book 
Chase That Line by Mark Batterson. And he says something so powerful. And I've seen your work ethic. Like I'm seeing your work work ethic now. You're not even feeling 100%, yeah. but you're here and you show up. So he says, he says, in my humble opinion, no one is natural. Some sure some people are more naturally gifted than others, but unless that gifted gift with a complementary work ethic happens, we will only be wasted potential. What does that mean to you? He said nobody is natural. But... Yeah, like you have natural talents, but he feels like the work ethic is the next part of this. Like, mm -hmm. what does work ethic mean for you? What do you feel like your work work ethic has done for you? Work ethic, I feel like, I mean, if you don't put feet to your faith, yeah. you're not going to go nowhere. Yeah. You have to put in the work and you have to, I mean, you're going to have days, man. You're going to have some days where you don't want to be, you don't want to be bothered with doing stuff. And I mean, but you have all these goals and aspirations where you have this calling all your life, things that you know that God has for you to do. But if you're not constantly working at it, if you're not constantly putting in time to develop, so hone in on your craft or your gifts or whatever it is, you, you won't move. And, and, and that's, that's the thing about faith. Faith is 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 really an action, you know, because you have to you have to put some feet to that faith for it to move. So yeah, feet work to the ethic. Faith. Huh? Feet to the faith. I yeah, like yeah. <laughs> you know, you just you just gotta put in the work. I mean, it, it, it's self-explanatory. You can't you can't progress if you don't put in the work. And you have to, you know, in, in my case with music, it's a lot of late nights, early mornings, a lot of, uh, you know, I, I guess you could say solitude when I, you know, in the course of developing and, and just learning how to do everything I say on my own, but God is with me. So, you know, if it wasn't for him, I don't believe that I would be been able to accomplish as much as I've had, I have, but, and that's another thing, you know, just just focusing on staying consistent, you know, because that's what helps you stay moving, you know. Yeah. And, and, and I'm sorry, go I'm ahead. sorry, I'm sorry. I was just gonna say the unnatural part stuck out to me because, you know, the world has its perspective of things, it has its perspective of marriage, it has its perspective of, of sex, of, of all these different things in life, and it's so unnatural. Yeah. But, but speaking from a, you know, righteous perspective, yeah, we're peculiar people. We're supposed to be. And showing up peculiar, right? Right, 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 right. We're, we're not supposed to be. <laughs> like, even, not like everybody else. We're no, not supposed and to even be. in our, like, work ethic, our work ethic should show up. We should show up on the scene a thousand times greater, a thousand times more. And I think sometimes we think it's all magic with God. Like I tell people all the time, y'all, excuse me, my little puppy, I, has entered the room. I tell people all the time that, um, I say hi, Lexington, you're doing the most. I, I tell people all the time that, um, I tell people all the time that um, I promise you, 
you can be born with this, but if you don't spend the time to cultivate this, you're not going to see yourself go anywhere. And as kingdom people, we always should be doing it greater. It should be, we should show even on our jobs, we should have a more excellent standard, right? Like people show up and they're like, why, why do the Christians look like this? Or why do, you know, why? No, like mm -hmm. we should operate in a greater capacity and consistency is definitely the key. I'm like you, I'm up when other people are not up, right? Uh, we are hitting this will right. be my <laughs> time in ministry. This will be, um, this is the fifth year for the devotional coming up this March. I'm up when, and even when God made some shifts, I'm up when nobody else is up. I took a master class this year. I even took a financial class this year. Wow. To put myself in a different space financially, right? Right. I, I got meant over the last year. I spent a year with a mentor, letting someone else who was before me in ministry pour into me, learning things. And I spent time and money in that and let that. I didn't, you know, take not is and I and I'm cool with taking classes, but it's deeper than taking classes. There's yeah. a book called The Outliers that says after 10,000 hours. After 10,000 hours, you can consider yourself to be an expert, right? Mm -hmm. But most of us don't even put the time in that we need to put the time in. So I think that's big. big. Um, what What are you working on now? What's your pro What project are you working on right now? Man, what am I not working on is the, <laughs> is the question. Of course, I'm working on stuff for myself. And I have uh, other work that I'm doing for other artists because I write and produce and engineer for other artists. You know, I, I, I'm kind of a low-key person. I'm never really, right. you know, saying out there like that. But I, I, I look at it like this. You know, God is going to put me where I'm supposed to be when I'm supposed to be there. So uh, I feel like the investment of, of time and work and being so low-key for so long and really developing to the level that I've come to thus far is just preparing me for what he has for me to do next. So uh, right now I'm working on my own project, my own uh, music, music for other artists. So, you know, it's, it's, it's always, it's always work. It's never a time that I don't have something that I need to, that I have to do. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. And so, but that for me is going to be what produces for you. Um, he talks about in this book, the moment when God collides with our faithfulness and mm. how obedience produces faithfulness, right? Obedience. Um, yeah. Obedient to God, obedient mm. to the call, obedient to the mission, obedient to who God says you are. Those are the things that are going to produce faithfulness for you right and when god is doing what he's doing it's going to show up at the right time sometimes we count ourselves out because we think it hasn't happened when like mm. when, happened when i feel like it should happen it should be happening now well guess what it's going to do it's going to happen in the exact time that it's supposed to happen exactly the thing that you need to do is go do the work i have a thing that i always say keep moving forward exactly I actually, I actually took it from a cartoon meet the robinsons and it was just like our favorite cartoon but i'm always like keep moving forward doesn't matter if something happens doesn't matter if it doesn't look like it's producing if you know that god has called you to do this do not back down right mm -hmm. like keep moving forward so my next question for you is when did you realize you were different 
to be very honest with you, ever since I was a little girl. <laughs> I mean, you know, it, it's just, I was one of those little girls that kind of um, grew, grew up quick, not in a bad way, but in a way where I, I kind of understood things at a young age. And so, you know, <laughs> as you age and, and, and you, you get around peers and you start noticing there's just, you just think a certain way about certain things and, you know, uh, I don't know. Like I always knew I was different, you know, and um, like as far as like the gift of music and everything, that in itself was more than just music to me. It was yeah. always something I felt like I was assigned to do. Cause I, I mean, it was in my life from such a young age. And so is it crazy to say I knew I had a purpose when I was five? No, it's not crazy. And I, <laughs> and I just knew, I just knew that God had something special for me to do. And, and, and that's, you know, like even with being an R&B, you know, saying primarily R&B artist, I mean, I do every genre, but R&B is where I'm at right now. And I'm even, I feel that God has for me to change the narrative. Yeah. I have a song uh, I just recently released called R&B Meets Scripture. Yeah. And the thing about it, the song is basically just talking about how, you know, R&B back in the day was all about love and it was more wholesome and it was more, you know, you... Anybody can listen to it and you really, you know, they kind of had some runchy ones too, but um, more so these days, it's kind of out, out of there. Yeah, but, but God has given me, he's given me revelation that I can stay true to who he wants me to be yeah. and still do R&B music because, hey, he created everything. My mom so, like, hey, mama, my mom just said, speak your own truth. It's not crazy. Just God using you very early. And uh, she is hey. she's very right. She will tell anybody I was a very peculiar child. I read early. I did everything early. Um, she knew right, I was peculiar. Right. Very peculiar child. Mm -hmm. Well, very inquisitive. Um, I'm raising peculiar children. Yeah. Um, a lot of times our purpose is revealed to us young. Sometimes our circumstances, our situations will crush that, right? We'll we'll kill that. We'll we'll do it. I think something you said also is significant, which I want to come back to. You're called to R&B right now. Before you and I got on, we talked about ministry in the marketplace. I will stick by this. I'm going to say this a thousand times over, and it's going to kill some of the religious folks. I'm sorry. But we have to have our people, believers, in every mountain of influence, the mountain of entertainment, the mountain of education, the mountain of politics, that's how change comes. Change does not come, um, change does not come by us being on the outside and looking down on industries that we feel like are not successful or don't glorify God. We need to bring the glory of God into the industry. We exactly. need to bring righteousness into the industry. If there are not us in the industry, how is change going to come? We don't stay on the outside and judge the industry. We infiltrate the industry exactly right 
and with love and change what's supposed to happen. Gladys Knight did it. Like there are those that have gone before that walked in righteousness in all kinds of fields that have just changed the world. And I'm grateful for you to recognize that because we need to see that. We have been hanging on to separating the, oh, we separate, separate the church. That's fine, right? If that's what you feel, but that's not gonna, that's not what's gonna win those. That, that don't believe, that's not gonna win those dark places. We need more light in dark places. That's true. And I was gonna say, um, while I have this thought is, you know, <laughs> Jesus, he didn't Whoa. stay in the four walls of the church to reach unbelievers. He went where the thieves and the murderers and whoremongers and witchcraft and oh. where those people were. And I'm not trying to, you know, say- no. <laughs> put put believers on a pedestal or anything like that. I'm just saying that his word tells us to be like him. So if 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 I'm being like Jesus, I'm going to where the people where the people are. I'm not staying in this in these four walls of of, of where it's five believing Christians. How am I reaching the people that really need that how need am I reaching the people that really need him that really need to be healed. That really need to hear truth. And, and, and when I'm writing music, it's about, for me, if you tell the truth, if you write the truth, the truth lasts forever. Ooh. But see, if if, if, if if I'm sitting up here writing Ooh. a whole bunch of lives, that's not delivering nobody. That's not healing nobody. That's not helping young ladies understand how to come out of broken relationships. That's not helping people uh, cast down suicidal thoughts. That's yeah. not that's not helping nobody. So I have to, I have to go, I have to go where the people are that don't believe. Yeah. I have to show them, look at me. I've been in this situation, that situation. I'm imperfect. I, 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 I'm, I'm not perfect. I, I make mistakes, but, yeah. look, but look how God can still work through anybody. Yes. Moses was a murderer. Yeah. Yeah. Right. They, David did the most. And God the absolute most. David did the most. <laughs> was still not a man after God's own heart, and was still. And I think that's that's for me. What I'm seeing you do is so powerful, so important because we have forgot. Like we get in the walls of the church, and we're stuck witnessing two Christians who are already supposed to be saved instead of presenting light in the places where life needs to be light needs to be presented so that 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 right there means more than anything and then if you write the truth yes it lasts forever so talk to me about some of the barriers what were some of the things that you had to fight through to live on purpose like what are some of the things that you've had to fight through well i would have to say you know i i, I talk about it on i I talk about it every once in a while, but not too much. But um, anybody that follows me or knows me personally knows that I have lupus. And so that in itself, you know, it, it's not really something new. It's something where, you know, when I was a little girl, I had issues and, you know, uh, you, you get a misdiagnosis. And as you age, new symptoms come about and, you know, you begin to discover, OK, there's a bigger problem there. So, you know one of my barriers is fighting chronic illness. It's like when you have so many aspirations and you have an assignment 
you know, and, and you're dealing with an illness that can attack your organs and take you out, yeah. you have to, you can't walk in fear because see that, that fear in itself can manifest and keep you sick. You have to, you, you have to continue to stand on that faith. You have to stay in the word. You have to keep your personal relationship with God up because if you ain't got that, what you got, what, how are you going to pull through? Who's keeping you through the yeah. test of times? Who's bringing you through this? Who's, who's giving you the strength to be here? Who's, who's helping you through it all? It's yeah. God, man. So, you know, one of my barriers have, has definitely been, you know, dealing with a physical illness um, that is very taxing, is very uh, energy draining. And, yeah. you know, like, I mean, I work through it. I, I mean, it's hard. Some days I have to, I have to sit down. I have to, because, you, yeah. you know, you got to take care of yourself. Yeah. You know, <clears throat> but, but I just thank God because I feel like it's so crazy because he draws purpose, even more purpose from my pain. So he's using this experience to be even more fuel for his glory. Yeah. So, so, yeah. so I, I really thank God for this yeah. journey. I thank God that he's kept me thus far. Yeah. And you know, uh, it, as long as I am here, I'm gonna continue to strive and, and to trust him because that's what it come down. Now I am not gonna sit up here and cap with you. Yes. I have my days where I'm like, Lord, help me. Find yeah, <laughs> just a little bit more. Just a little bit more. Right, right. Yeah. Help me, Lord. No, yeah. but uh, but but you know, in the midst of that, in my weakness, his strength is shown. Yeah. So, you know, I just I I don't want people to look at me. I am CJ. I, I I want people to look at me and say those gifts they came from god yeah that's what I, I i want god to get the glory people compliment me and i i've never been good at taking compliments because you know i battled with uh <clears throat> excuse me being self-conscious growing up yeah growing up i was bullied you know for having alopecia <laughs> yeah you know oh, losing wow. all of my hair at a young age you know what I'm yeah saying? And uh, kids can be real cruel, <laughs> but you know, but but anyway, uh, man, I'm kind of losing my my. No, my you're fine, <laughs> and I understand. I understand where you, what you're saying, but I think the key word here is what you're displaying to us all is perseverance and how to persevere. And what are some? I'm a self talker, like I. Physical illness has not been the thing that I've had to battle a lot. I had a bout of some things over the last four years, but I've dealt with just anxiety, anxiety and fear. Mm -hmm. What do, how do you self-talk yourself? What are the kind of things that you say to yourself when you know, even though it might be physical, when you know it's mental, how are you challenging yourself? Like, are you, do you worship yourself out of it? Do you, like, I get, like, I'm like, Lakeisha, get up, <laughs> you know, get up, get out this funk, get out this place. How do you talk to yourself to put you back, back into focus? I could be sitting up there and I say, I'm sick of myself. No, <laughs> no. Oh, yeah. I'm sick of you. It really, it really comes down to coming to a place of really, truly submitting uh -huh. 
submitting good. to God, that's submitting, good. surrendering, giving it, truly giving it to him. Because we can quote scriptures Woo! and it'll sound real good. Yes. It'll sound good, but are we applying it? Are yeah. we doing what we're what we're reading? Are we are we are we readers? Are yeah. we thinkers? Are we doers? We, we on, can't girl. just say, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, and then we out here just, you know, up and say that, but I'm, I'm still out here glorifying myself and these going crazy over these celebrities and whatever the case may be. But yeah, I, I believe it just comes down to really submitting to God. Yeah, I, I do find my, myself in a place of worship a lot of times when I'm by myself because, yeah. you know, that that worship, the worshipers, they be on that front line, yeah. and and, yeah. and they come. When you understand that everything is spiritual warfare, Woo. you know, <laughs> you, you 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 have to stay equipped. You have Woo. to have the word. You have to have Woo. armor. You have to have, Woo. you know, dedication and, and and consistency in His presence. Because if you're not getting along with Him, if you're not talking to him daily and not just talking to him but sitting there being still and listening and hearing back from him to get that direction to really let him pour into you yeah what are you doing you feel what i'm saying so yeah. i'm sorry i get excited about no, god <laughs> i do too so it yeah. works i'm a jesus see people <laughs> i mean other jesus see people who know how to balance between jesus and being real right i love that because i'm a jesus see people and i think we're supposed to be that way and still still be and i do tell myself i'm sick of you get yourself up like right 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 like, right like when um when i had been to a place where i was grieving because i think grief can take you some places that god didn't intend it right oh my goodness and the lord began to speak to me and he speaks to me through scripture and what he told me was he took me to a scripture where abram abraham had lost sarah and it said he knelt and then he got up and he went on and then he married somebody else. And I had to take those words and use them to tell me you're not dying here. Like your husband died, but you didn't die. Right. So you're, you're perfect. still here. You're still here. You get to live. You get to evolve. You get to grow. We are almost out of time. I got one more question for you. If you could encourage anyone to follow their dreams. What would you say to somebody for them just to begin to pursue their purpose? Because whether you know it or not, and this is my passion, this is what I am here for, to teach people how to live on purpose. What would you tell somebody about following their dream? I would first tell somebody, don't focus on people around you. Don't compare yourself because comparison is a trap. Tap into your your passion, and and that's how you activate your purpose. You gotta you gotta you gotta you know you gotta put feet to your faith. You gotta yes. be willing to put in time, and even when people around you, people that that love you, they may not understand your vision that yes. God has given you. They may not you know see it the way that you see it. They may think you have different intentions about it. And that's not the case. You gotta weed all of that out. And you have to really focus in on what God has for you to do. Just be encouraged because this world is chaos. It's chaos going on all around us. But 10,000 will fall at your left and your right. And it won't come now. You, when you have faith and trust in God, you have to, 
you have to stand on truth. Hey, I can't stress that enough. Like you have to stop saying I have anxiety. I have depression. It's cool to acknowledge that there's issues. Don't get me wrong, but don't speak that on yourself. That's just like, you know, don't stay there. Right. Right. Don't make it part of your personality or like, I remember I was dealing with a stomach ulcer and I kept saying, I have this stomach ulcer. And my friend, one of my friends said, I'm over you. That is not your stomach ulcer. Like Mm. release that and stop owning that. And I had to start saying, you're absolutely right. I have asthma. I have cancer. Yeah, I may, but it doesn't have me. So I had to change the trajectory Facts. to seek God for healing. That's so real. Exactly. That very thought, whatever, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Speak the right? mouth. Yes. That very thought will be the thing that overwhelms you, becomes your truth, and blocks you from moving into the fullness. I'm telling of what you, God has called you to do right. Because I'm going to say this, even with lupus, like, unfortunately, people can, when they know that's an issue that you deal with, they, that you deal with, they can almost kind of make it a part of your identity. And yes. they'll say, well, no, nah, don't, don't hit up CJ because she's sick. You know, you can't, you can't be like that. You have to, you got to speak life over me too. If you love me, you can't, yes. <laughs> you know, like, don't, 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 you know, don't incontestable um you know i can't even talk incapacitating more than what i already am because it's a fight myself you know what i'm saying so as long as we push through that we can't go wrong with god that's that's all i can say and to get to purpose is mental warfare the the devil plays with your mind he can't tap your resources he can't take Mm -hmm. your dreams he Mm -hmm. can't he can't take your talents he can't take your gifts he cannot Mm-mm. rob you of any of those things. Right. What he does on a consistent basis is play mental warfare with your mind. So All the if, time. if the physical elements are present, then his goal is to magnify it in your mind to think that there is no place to escape. He wants you to think there's no place to escape. He wants you to think that your problem is greater than God. He wants you to think that your problem supersedes your purpose, but your problem never supersedes your purpose because God knew you were going to have lupus. God knew like my husband was going to die. God knew whatever limitation you were going to have, God already knew. And he also knew that his grace would be sustaining and sufficient enough to see you through, but to allow you to still pursue what God has for you. Facts, facts, facts. Yeah, so leave us with a closing word and we're going to close out. And y'all tell y'all tell I am CJ, thank you so much. But leave us with something so that we can hold on to. I'm going to tell everybody like my husband tells me. You just touched on it about our problems being, you know, nothing. I mean, like, as far as like, if you want to just imagine being in an airplane and looking down at the earth and looking at how small everything is. And it's so insignificant because it's so little. God is even bigger than that. So if we can put him above everything, you know, I I feel like we can't fail. So I just want everybody to be encouraged. Keep God first. I'm always saying God first. Um, To God be the glory. I love y'all. And I, I, I pray that, you know, 
everybody reaches their dreams and purpose. <laughs> Thank you, CJ. Hey, you guys go follow her on Instagram. I am CJ Music. Um, be looking for her because I expect, like I expect to see the hand of God in your life. I expect wow. to see you producing and engineering and all of these amazing things that you do. You are a woman of many gifts and many talents. And I pray that God just liberally blesses you, you um, so beyond much. anything that you can ever imagine. Blesses your marriage, blesses your, you your so business, much. blesses your ministry. Um, you're doing the work. And I just believe in just the right time, we're going to see um, it's strong. And I'm going to be able to be like at the Stellar's or at the Grammys because I'm going to be in those places. Woo! Yeah. Sitting in the front row and be like, that's my girl. Yeah. That's my girl up there. That's my girl opening act. That's my girl singer or my girl produced that song, right? I'm I'm just, I'm grateful and I'm grateful, God. Um, there's no coincidence. I am so grateful that God um, put us and let us cross paths. And I definitely so know, will show up in some other places. Thank you so much. Thank you guys so much. I will see you next Friday for Cup. Um, Christ Unveiling Purpose. We will not, we're going to do some, we're going to do some walkthrough next Friday. We won't have a special guest next Friday. You just get me. Um, but we're <laughs> going to talk through some things that I want to share with you to make you sure that you and my mom says sitting in the front row with your mom. Absolutely. Mom. You, go <laughs> you go everywhere I go. Um, and we're going to talk about some things. So join us next week, 12 p.m. as we Walk through this journey of living life on purpose as Christ reveals it to us. And CJ, we thank you thank for you. filling our cup today. You definitely filled our cup. And we'll see you guys next week. I love y'all. Love, peace, and blessings. Bye, y'all. <laughs>